Welcome to the Heart of Sheridan Road. Your host for this episode is Anne-Marie Turpak, Director of Institutional Advancement. This is Anne-Marie Turpak, Director of Institutional Advancement, and your host for today's Heart of Sheridan Road podcast. It is our pleasure to have four Sacred Heart educators with us to discuss dissecting differentiation. How does Sacred Heart do it? This masterpiece campaign, Coffee and Conversation, was originally presented to about 30 current parents at a late March morning meeting. So I'd like our guests to introduce themselves this morning, their title, and then we'll move into our conversation about differentiation at Sacred Heart Schools. I'm Hollis Babbles. I teach eighth grade boys humanities at the middle school level. I'm Margie Murphy, the director of curriculum and instruction. I'm Karen Uselman, the Student Service Team Coordinator. And I'm Paula Fusco, Enrichment Coordinator. Before we begin our conversation about differentiation, our guests or our audience may be like me and not know what differentiation is. As articulated by renowned educator Carol Ann Tomlinson, differentiation can be defined as a way of teaching in which teachers proactively modify curriculum, teaching methods, resources, learning activities, and student products. The needs of individual students and our small groups of students are addressed to maximize the learning opportunity for each student in the classroom. With that in mind, please enjoy this conversation about differentiation and how we put that into practice at Sacred Heart Schools. We are very excited to be with you today to share some of the exciting things that we're doing at Sacred Heart in the area of differentiated instruction. As you know, a primary facet of our recent Masterpiece campaign was to create these initiatives for excellence that enhance our academic program by strengthening our teaching, invigorating our curriculum, and of course, differentiating instruction for all of our students here at Sacred Heart. Echoing St. Madeline Sophie's well-known maxim, for the sake of one child, I would have founded the order. Our goal today is to first give an overview of what differentiation is, share some of the specifics of how we do it at Sacred Heart, and finally, we'll address how we support our faculty in this endeavor and how you can support your students as well. First of all, I'd like to point out that before we started the Masterpiece campaign, our school was definitely not by any means a differentiation desert. Our faculty is a talented group and has been educating to reach students' individual needs for years long before the term differentiation was an education buzzword. I also want to underscore that neither are we, since the conclusion of Masterpiece, automatically differentiation divas. This work is a process, it takes time, and I think I speak for all of us here in that our work is always in the relentless pursuit of better. Growth and change for all of us is ongoing. Finally, I hope you know that we are passionate about your children's education. Our ultimate goal is to meet each and every one of them where they are and to help them be successful in every day. I would now like to introduce Karen Uselman, the director of the Learning Center, to talk with us a little bit about what differentiation is. Thank you, Margie. So what does differentiation really mean? It's a broad topic when thinking of a variety of grade levels, variety of subject areas, variety of strengths and challenges. It's a large topic that ebbs and flows. So some examples of what differentiation is could include having high expectations for all students, assigning activities geared to different learning styles and levels of thinking, providing students with choices about what and how they learn. Differentiation is flexible as students are moved in and out of groups based upon their instructional needs. 
It's assessment to determine student growth and new needs. It's adjustment of curriculum by complexity, breadth, and rate. And finally, it's the same goals, but taking a different route. I think it's really easy to look at differentiation through only one narrow lens. Oftentimes, people only think about academics when they think about differentiation, or maybe products looking different. But it's actually quite a large, all-encompassing type of word, and teachers and parents and students can all benefit from looking at it from a lot of different angles. So some of the four angles, the four angles that we look at very thoughtfully when we're trying to differentiate for our students and try to meet their best needs are four categories. Environment, the process, the content we're teaching, and the products that the students are going to be producing. By looking at each of these four different categories really thoughtfully, Thinking about our students as individuals and where they fit within these four categories and what types of services and support they need, we can really hit a lot of different areas in order to truly best meet their needs. So I'm going to start off with talking a little bit about environment, which is the way that the classroom looks and feels. In many ways, this is one of the most underlooked areas of differentiation because it's not something that we can necessarily see. It doesn't have a piece of paper tied to it or an assessment. But when developing the learning environment for our students, we're really striving to provide a safe and positive place where they can learn. A safe space where their affective filter is low and where they're able to take risks in learning and to feel comfortable doing that. So it's important that we as educators allow for individual work preferences for our students and also that we manage the learning space in a way that it is effective for each of them to learn. This can look very different depending on the age of the students and the type of classroom it is, but some ways that we see this a lot here at Sacred Heart are different kinds of seating within the classroom. You might have bouncy balls to sit on or rolly chairs. Some of the classrooms have palm seats, which encourage children to balance while they're working. Something as simple as shaking hands every time the student enters the classroom. Something like daily morning or prayer or morning advisory. Those are all types of differentiation in the environment in the classroom. So the next two areas we're gonna talk about in conjunction with one another. It's oftentimes hard to separate content from process. They really, truly go hand in hand, and teachers look very thoughtfully at those two components as an integrated pairing. So when we're talking about content, we're talking about what we want the student to learn, what he or she will gain, how they will get that access to the information that they need to know. When we're talking about process, those are the teaching and learning activities that take place so that the students can make sense of and master that content. So what does that mean in terms of differentiation? When we're talking about content, we really need to access and have a lot of information about what our students know at that point in time. So that might be administering a pretest to determine prior knowledge using assessments like the map to inform instruction, um, and then thinking about where each of our individual students are, what it is that we want them to know, and then we can move into the process part, 
where we plan tiered activities to meet the needs of all of our kids as they come in at a variety of different levels with a variety of different learning styles. Maybe it's a matter of setting up learning centers where certain students are practicing one skill because that's an area that they need more practice while others are working on a different topic. We love to use small group instruction and always rely on flexible grouping so that these groups don't stay constant or consistent over time, that kids are able to flow in and out depending on um, what they know at that moment, where we'd like them to be able to grow and learn in their own experience. We love to base it on a lot of student choice and engage them and motivate them through their interests. Well, the product that comes out of um, differentiated instruction really is seamless in the curriculum development with teachers. It has a natural flow and order to it, so oftentimes parents don't even realize that differentiation is going on each and every day in the classroom. Teachers will work very cohesively with the curriculum department and the curriculum coaches in order to develop differentiated rubrics, lesson plans, um, project-based learning, so that the needs of the students are all met. Oftentimes, a rubric that might go home for one child will look different going home for another child. And that's because we try to develop a curriculum based on the needs of the individual students that are coming into the classroom and the students we have in front of us at that particular time of year. So the curriculum that I'm developing in my classroom will look different somewhat to the curriculum that I develop next year because the group coming in next year are different types of learners and their needs are different. A really beneficial component of the content piece is our ability to integrate technology. We've been so fortunate to add um, two new positions in the technology department, and those positions are focused solely on integrating technology into the classroom and using it as a thoughtful, useful tool to differentiate individualized instruction and help teachers meet the needs of their kids. And something else that we're really fortunate to have is teaching assistants in every classroom in the primary school and teaching assistants per grade level in third, fourth, and fifth grade. And those teaching assistants are able to help the teacher do small group lessons as needed in reading or math groups. We're also very lucky to have one of the learning specialists who does push in to support the teacher during literacy work as well to help with a variety of reading and writing strategies. Well, and I think that's the amazing thing that you see now that we were always doing before, but not to the scale that we are capable of doing it now. Everywhere you go, you see small groups meeting with individual teachers and that's your opportunity to really narrow the focus and zero in on a specific skill or ability level and to have extra pairs of eyes following those students, watching them progress, analyzing where kids need to learn or grow next, um, and all of us working in conjunction to really look at kids through a lens of where are you now, where would we like you to be, and it all revolves around the same learning objective, and how can we get all of our kids 
to that objective, but maybe a little bit differently, maybe a different pace, maybe a different approach. And all of these extra hands working in collaboration helps us to do a great job of that. I think too, differentiation also allows us to create more rigor in our classroom. And rigor oftentimes is not, you know, more packet work or more work that gets home for the kid or the extra, but it's going deeper in their understanding and analysis, challenging them at where they're at, removing them from their comfort level and, and allowing them to do that in the next level. And I think working closely with Paula Fusco and the enrichment coordinators allows our higher achieving students for those needs to be met and not to have them sort of be self-taught independently and left alone. Um, I think that's something that we're working on and we continue to improve upon at Sacred Heart. I think that that's a great way for us to transition to an introduction of our student services team and how the various aspects of the student service team can support our learners at different levels. Karen and Paula, do you want to describe for us a little bit about what your team does? Sure. We're lucky to have the Learning Center, and we're lucky that Paula Fusco, as the Enrichment Coordinator, is able to help those students who need a little extra enhancement of the curriculum to reach their goals and objectives. We're also lucky in the Learning Center to have academic strategies, which lend support to those students with learning disabilities. In addition, we have reading support for students in primary school and in lower school who still just are not reaching the targeted benchmarks of that grade level who need a little extra reading support. We have three school counselors who can help the students with any emotional or regulation concerns that may arise throughout the school day. The addition of instructional coaches have been invaluable to the team being able to support students and develop richer curriculum. The great thing about it is it's often easy to look at all of these roles in isolation. And even though we have individual titles and different job descriptions, we actually all work very closely together to look at students through a lot of different lenses. And we take a lot of pride in the fact that the best part of our jobs is being able to work closely with the classroom teachers and to support them in supporting their students. One of the most important pieces of the puzzle is the classroom teacher. They see the students day in and day out, so they're the front line to help us understand the students and what their needs are, so we are best able to support them when we do pull the students out or push in to provide the richest environment that we can for all learners at school. A lot of times parents ask us what they can do to help support differentiation at Sacred Heart. And we do have a couple of ideas and tips to share with you. First of all, it's important to understand that not all differentiation is visible, that every assignment won't necessarily be differentiated every day, and also that even though your student is bringing home an assignment, somebody else might be bringing home something different. Please help encourage your students to let teachers know when assignments are a good fit and when they are not. That's really valuable information for the teachers to have and it's very helpful when they get direct feedback from the students. You can also encourage students to compete against themselves rather than comparing themselves with their peers. What we're really looking for is what is the best for each student every day, not what's best for all of this group of students or all of that group of students. Definitely help your child explore their passions and strengths outside of school. 
whatever their activities are that they love to be involved in, whatever books they like to read, these are wonderful ways to help your child become a strong, confident learner. And finally, engage your child's classroom teacher in conversation. As my colleagues have said, they really are on the front line of differentiation in the classroom, and they're the ones who can really help explain things. There's a wonderful quote about differentiation, again by Carolyn Tomlinson, that I think really describes what we are hoping to do here. And it's this, that teachers in the most effective and exciting differentiated classrooms do not have all the answers. What they do have is optimism and determination. Thank you for listening. Be sure to join us for our next podcast. 